We humans are social creatures. We need interactions with others, extroverts and introverts too. The workplace is no exception. This innate desire for connection with other people is present. If we do it right, the relationships we build with our co-workers positively influence the effectiveness of teamwork, the quality of the outcome and eventually the organization's culture. Welcome, this is Ariana Mara with the Honestly series and today's topic is around the connection between responsibilities and work and mindful communication within a group, a network of people, a team and the structuring of workload around strengths. The Honestly series is all about enabling entrepreneurs and expertise-based business owners to maximize their business performance, potential, be more confident and compromise less on their journey to greatness. In the Honestly series, we talk about business strategies for expertise-based businesses, methods to increase your business performance, strategies and techniques to create visibility to accelerate your growth, and a mindset that helps you maintain your motivation and level up when the time comes. When we work, cooperation with others doesn't stop at helping each other reach individual goals, sharing our opinion or receiving feedback. It also creates a safe space and a sense of security as well as a feeling of belonging somewhere even if the road is riddled with challenges, or at least it should. Understanding the types of challenges that may come along can help us find solutions. In itself, this knowledge, though, will not guarantee the solution. Just through the understanding of why something happened may not enable a solution, but the awareness provides a foundation to it. What are these challenges, I hear you ask, and how can you solve them? Naturally, in the scope of this podcast, I'm not able to give you a full catalogue of all the challenges that may arise in a workplace or, or even list all the possible solutions to them. What I can do is to concentrate on a few of them, and that will also help you find your focus. If you look deep into these interconnected topics for today, which are the connection between responsibilities at work and mindful communication, and the structuring of workload around strengths, we can see that communication within a group or network of people, especially mindful communication, may ease the structuring and management of tasks for better outputs. Practically, we are talking about a facet of teamwork that is linked with workload sharing, a particular aspect of collaboration that enables us to work well with each other. One of the aims of working in teams or networks is to find and maintain an optimal balance of skill, capability and strengths to improve quality, effectiveness and efficiency. The word efficiency, especially nowadays, may leave a bitter taste because many businesses use this term to label their efforts to downsize their operations for quite a while. Don't underestimate the power of efficiency, though, What matters is what you do with the efficiencies gained, how you use it, how you reinvest the skill, the time, essentially the money. Now, obviously, when we work alone, the workload is more straightforward and we have a better overview of what's going on around us. We are aware of our tasks. Let's say in the mornings we sit down, plan out the day and know that to deliver a job, there will be inputs required. 
For example, if you need to prepare a presentation for a forthcoming sales meeting next Tuesday, we know that we have to, let's say, do five things. We need to gather information, prepare calculations, create slides, go over the presentation, practice it, and present the information at the meeting. On the other hand, when you work as part of a team, not everything is in your hand only. There are activities you deliver relying on other people's inputs. And not only that, but you also need to contribute to things others provide and others execute. So you need to be able to communicate clearly what you need and what your expectations are concerning the outcome of a particular task. And you have to do it in a way that helps you get the support you need. That also means you need to be clear about the topic and consider the person you interact with. Therefore, you need to take into account who the person is, what their role in the network or team or organization is, what their tasks and responsibilities are, essentially what's in their scope, what their skills and knowledge are, what expectations can you have towards them, and what are their expectations. And with that thought, we have just reached the area of mindful communication. Mindful communication doesn't only mean that we adhere to fundamental values such as honesty, openness, kindness, respect, and so on. During an interaction, implementing a mindful way is an opportunity to show our humanity that we are good and caring human beings. Let's pin it down. Uh, most people do want to be good human beings. Thankfully, an overwhelming majority of people do not want to or indeed like to act mean, disappointing or even savage. Most of us want to be kind, respectful and be well respected. Therefore, mindful communication also means that we assume the best intentions from another person. When we show a positive attitude to another person who can therefore also expect positive things from and about us, the interaction can build up into a good work relationship, which is the basis of effective teamwork. In such work relationships, we can focus on our tasks, the work and the desired outcome. This productive relationship replaces the time and effort spent on lamenting how the other person sees us and how we see others. Instead, it focuses on what needs to be done and allows for time and opportunity to be there for the people around us. So when we talk about tasks and responsibilities, we can openly talk about personal goals or even aspirations with others. And that also opens up channels for other ways to develop ourselves, essentially to grow as people. We can visualize work as a puzzle. With our skills, we people, the tools we use, the environment we work in, and so on, are all puzzle pieces that we lay on a desk. We could then choose the pieces that help us put the picture together, and we can choose how to piece them together to reach the desired outcome. That puzzle then will show the tasks, connections we can reach out to, the time that is there for us to work. We can agree on who should do which job, what skills and knowledge we can bring to the table with ease. Consequently, from the positive state, when, when I can speak openly and honestly about what I can and cannot do, 
where I'm aware of my capabilities. I can operate more freely and creatively as well. Every now and then, we come together to gradually increase the added value of our contributions. We learn from the process, experience, and aid the learnings through positive inputs. Higher satisfaction with what we are taking away from the situation and how we can have the other is also achieved. Furthermore, as we expand the cooperation to interactions with other teams and networks, the positive experience spreads. This is how human beings can be happier, enjoy better mental health, and this is how culture is built within an organization by smarter people. Yes, as we learn from these positive experiences, we gain higher emotional intelligence. Essentially, we become wiser. Let that be your starting point. Be confident, compromise less.